Hi guys, welcome to the Don't Talk To Me podcast. I'm Brad, this is Ashlyn and Craig. Hello. Hello. Craig is filling in for Venus this week. Um, v is feeling a bit under the weather. She has a migraine. Uh, she tried to get on, but uh, she felt like shit. So we have Ashlyn's fiancé instead. I mean, it's fine. We're not even going to talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> He'll do, you know. We just, we'll make do. I'll be a fill We'll make do. Yeah, city girls make do. Um, today, we're going to talk about a few things. The Amazon fires. Um, we're going to update you on how my bed went. Uh, d uh, they have some stories uh, from New Zealand. They went for a trip, uh, their engagement party. Um, we're going to talk about the cyberpunk gender news. We're going to about, uh, talk about Taylor Swift's new album, which is fucking terrible, but stay tuned. Uh, Lizzo's tour in Australia. Uh, the Lizzie McGuire saying she's coming back. And then we're going to finish off with uh, some roommate stories, some fucking terrors. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, but yeah, these uh, Amazon fires have been fucked up. Have you seen the pictures, Ash? I've seen a couple floating around. It's it's actually awful. I try to sort of avoid them because they make me a bit sad, to be honest. Well, yeah. Um, and fairly, like, helpless about what we can do being so far away. Um, well, it's the whole thing. Like, it, the whole environmental crisis is like, oh, we actually have 17 months now. Which I don't know. Look, I don't know if I believe that. Um, that it went from 10 years to 17 months. I mean, I know yeah. that we're doing huge damage and we do have a time limit, but I, I don't know how much I do believe uh, the theory of 17 months. Um, if it is, that's terrifying. It is terrifying. What's the, what's the 17 months? So 17 months until we've done, it's like the st- like the stage of no return um, where uh, it'll be like a domino effect where the green ga- uh, greenhouse gas um, will rip a hole in the ozone layer, which will let heat in, which will create uh, more holes and it'll just, like, fuck us over, essentially. It'll be the sixth mass extinction of Earth. Um, probably not the human race. Um, well, at least not um, affluent humans. Uh, in developing countries, we're probably going to be fine. Um, but in less fortunate countries, um, uh, they'll be fucked, essentially. Uh, yeah, it's fucked up. Um, it's essentially, uh, rich people are fucking us over. <laughs> um, oh, what's new, you know, it's just it's, regular news day. It's terrifying though. It really it is. is because it's like, um, there's nothing we can do. And, you know, we, but we were told since we were kids that if we recycle and we turn the light off and we don't waste water, that, that we'll, we'll be fine. You know, we make small changes and that'll be fine for the environment. But it's these huge corporations that are just pumping pollution directly into whales' mouths that they don't they don't care. Yeah. Um, and there's almost nothing we can do besides hoping our government does something instead of nothing. But, you know, they do nothing. They exactly. absolutely do nothing because they know they're not going to be around for much longer. And they're literally just like cutting the head off the chicken and waiting for it to die. Like we're, we're fucked. Yeah. I don't like this whole, it's all down to the to the little people to, you know, use one less plastic bag and, you know, just use a bamboo toothbrush and that sort of thing when really it's, I mean, yes, it's good to do that, but also these corporations are fucking us right over. So, exactly. you know, maybe they should be doing something with all their and billions of dollars. Nothing. But it's like, it's not, it's not pollution or even, I think we, we think of pollution as like one issue. Plastic going into the ocean is a completely different issue than uh, it holds in the literal atmosphere <laughs> that are warming the earth. Like, mm-hmm. yes, plastic in the ocean is terrible. It's terrible. But the that's not causing the ocean levels to rise. It's the melting ice caps. Like, we, we're tricked into thinking that pollution in the sea is so terrible, but it's the actual pollution in the air that's fucking us over. Yes, it's terrible that animals are facing this you know, cruel death of suffocating on straws and bits of plastic and fish are filled with batteries. And it's, it's fucked up. It is fucked up, but earth will not survive. Nothing will survive (laughs) if we keep fucking it up. You know what I mean? Like there's bigger fish to fry. Mm, For sure. Yeah. Air pollution is, is definitely a big one. Craig, uh, any, any (laughs) comments, thoughts, ideas? Oh, well, I mean, I think as a whole, we're, um, we're very consumer-driven, yes. so that leads to a lot of waste. It's pretty interesting finding of, um, was it New Zealand that 
China wasn't taking our rubbish anymore, so was Australia. Both. And everything that we had recycled for the past, like, since we've been recycling, was just getting put into one heap yeah. once yeah. it left New Zealand. Yeah. yeah, they were just burning it. They were just taking it to they China, and, taking burning it to it China anyway. and burning it anyway. Yeah, where they don't yep. have the sanctions. Yep. It's very depressing, but, um, uh, and I'm extremely burnt out, and I'm like, well, why why would I bother going to uni if, if we're all just going to die and be... We're all going to die anyway. Well, it's just like I'm, I'm facing this huge ego death because I feel so powerless and I'm, I'm just hoping that... It's like, do you remember um, when the rumours of 2012, the Mayan apocalypse... Um, mm. were kind of, do you remember how yes. listless you felt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is exactly how I Wait, feel now. Y- what? The really? Apocalypse, the, like, the world was going to end in 2012. Yeah, but I've lived through multiple apocalypses and nothing. Oh, like happened. the Y2K? Yeah. Yeah, I was Y2K. <laughs> I was Y2 years old when Y2K happened, so I, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't know. What, I, what was I, like, eight? This, like the scariest thing, um, yeah, years ago when we had the Y2K bug, we were in the library and we changed the um, the clock over to the PC that was in the library and it failed to boot next time it started but it was an actual CMOS battery era but it scared the shit out of us here um, it comes the computer virus oh it was scary we thought we were like we were so badass doing it to the librarian computer do you remember um the 6th of the 6th 2006 that was a big one oh. as well. I do remember that one. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of numbers in that. Yeah, that was uh, like, because the name of the, it was the number of the beast. And uh, that's when the rapture was going to happen. I'm like, well, why didn't it happen? Wasn't in that when the 11th of the 11th of the 11th? <laughs> yeah, it, like uh, people are big into numbers, um, yeah. I, I've noticed. Uh, but this is like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm being like, told to doubt scientists um, more and more. Yeah, but with, with this. Amazon burning, yes. right? So it's burning because they're clearing land. And they're clearing land because they want to produce, was it palm oil? Beef. Cows. Was cows. They want to put it down. So who wants the beef? All of us. People. Which is people. the main export, yeah. So the problem is everyone. It's a vicious cycle. Yes. Of, um, when we work over and um, uh, do all the spraying, uh, we went worked on a corn farm. And we're doing the, um, all the air spraying for the corn. And um, the, farmer, the farmer was ripping into us about not being able to do it because of the weather. And um, one of the issues was the farmer had been demanded by Coles for half a million corn cobs by the end of the week. Fuck. And the, the farmer was like, I have to get this sprayed, so we have to get this out because Coles said, we need it. And if we don't supply it, then they're going to drop us from the contract. So, it's ultimately the people that, the what do you call it, the demand? I mean, it's, well, it's coal. I think we could do without, like, if Coles was like, oh, we don't have any corn, I think people would fucking survive. Yeah. Coles doesn't want to do but that. It's, but it's, it's, it's above that, you know, it's the people mm-hmm. that go into the, it's who's coal supplies Supply people with food. It's the Karens of the world. But, um, they want the essentially, corn. Essentially, the, uh, not sure if it's a prime minister um, of, of, uh, Brazil, he essentially... Yeah, he's blocking it, isn't he? He's blocking out... So, so it, it was influence. his idea um, to utilise... So, the indigenous people of Brazil own a lot of that land. They have rights to it. Um, and that was decided a long, long time ago. And yep. and the president uh, essentially decided... Um, he was like, oh, we should use that land. Like, they should be open to clearing that land to make money. And the indigenous people were like, well... But why? Like we don't, we have no use for that. Like why? Why would we bother? Um, and essentially, they won a court case that protected them from miners um, that would stop the um, deforestation of like hectares of land. Um, and miners, yeah. What are they mining? Uh, so their huge industry is mining and agriculture. Um, right, and they're they're. I think it's fracking. I think they're actually fracking there. Um, oh yeah, but yeah. they essentially um, uh, they won the court case, and then suddenly these fires spread up. So we don't. The idea is that like what we think is it has been deliberately lit, um, but nobody's owned up to it yet as as of today. Um, but 
uh, if it has been and it it's it's fucked up, people are like essentially calling for heads to roll. Um, but a few days ago, um, the, the chief of uh, an indigenous tribe was killed by a miner um, by these uh, one of these. So essentially, miners have been coming uh, in and being more and more violent because they want the area. Um, and trying to scare these tribes off. And they come in dressed as military, military people. Um, and they have guns and they have explosives and they come in. Um, and essentially one or more leaders of this tribe in Brazil has been killed. Um, he was stabbed to death uh, by these miners. They're not the military. They're not the police. They're a company who has come in and committed a crime and they're not being penalized. It's just awful. Absolutely awful. It's it's capitalism gone fucking wild. It's fascism at this point. There is such a huge oligarchy on the world. Not not just like a small country. Like we think about these things happening in, you know, Cuba. Like you think of these things where there's a huge amount of power in a very few amount of people, but it's every country in the world. Every single country. Every country. It's so fucked up. Um, but I'm a communist a little bit. Actually, no, I, I'm not communist even a little bit. I don't think it works. Um, it doesn't take in, into consideration human selfishness, and and that's always going to be a thing. Mm. Um, but I just don't think there's a way in which humans can live um, and and thrive together i think like like i'm so ego death i used to be like we can live together and like harmony (laughs) um peace and love (laughs) exactly um but you know there's no peace and love when you're being forced off your land um so some company can make more money off you that's there's nothing there Mm, there's there's no humans there to greed and money yeah it's fucked up um but yeah, before I get too depressed, um, and so I think switch it up. I am glad we're depressed. I'm glad that we see this and we think it's fucked up and we're not just okay with it happening because that means there's going to be some resistance when it comes down to it. Um, true. But finishing off, um, it's fucked up that Australia has not helped, um, that ScoMo says that we're not helping. He's decided, the the Prime Minister of Australia has decided we're not helping. Um, we're going to leave it to Brazil, you know, because Brazil, they're just... <laughs> yeah, anyways. Yeah, good um, plan. Our government isn't shit, and he should go to jail. But, you know, um, that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but, yeah, I, um, I've i had kind of a fucked up week. Uh, my bed broke, and so I spent, <laughs> I spent like, a few days on the ground. So my back is fucked now. But um, I spoke on the on So the wait, how did, it, how did it break? Um, so I sat down on it. And the actual slats, you know how the slats rest on that bit of wood that's nailed to the... Yeah, in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that's, snapped yeah. um, in three places. Uh, but they... Uh, I s- three places? Three places, yeah. Um, what, did it break once? <laughs> did, did you get on it again? <laughs> and it, how did it break in three because places? Because it was nailed in. Um, it just like right. snapped and spun around. So it was just like, um, yeah, the best of both worlds. Um, but I essentially got my old bed, which had a problem where the slats would fall out. Like nothing was broken, just the slats would fall out. Um, so I got my mattress from my King single, which is broken now and put it underneath. So the slats rest on top of it. Um, it's pretty genius. I was going to like do some woodwork and put a central support in, uh, so they wouldn't slip out. But I was just like, if there's enough tension, they shouldn't slide anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah. So so now I'm now I'm, I saved myself a bunch of money, uh, and now I have a bigger bed. So happy Love about it. Fancy, humble queen, beautiful. Uh, How's your laptop? Hmm? Oh yeah, I opened it up. Totally <laughs> fine. The fan oh, was filled with sawdust. Oh fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to. What have you been doing with sawdust? His laptop was under his bed when it under broke. under my bed when it broke. Yeah. Hit the laptop. Um, he was too scared to open it. I was way too scared for like oh, a week God. to open it. Um, but yeah, I, so I finished that and then, um, that night we played D and D. Um, so <laughs> our D and D group, did go? our D group, um, there's six of us, uh, eight with, with you guys. Um, but, uh, you know, you guys decided to work. So these six spread. Yeah. Decided to have um, to go to work. I'm so sorry about it. Yeah, you should be. Um, but they, 
so essentially we were meant to die in the first encounter or we were meant to get like wiped in the first encounter and because we didn't like we we won we got like six nat 20s um cabbage had what's a net so you roll to hit someone um and you roll for damage so when we were rolling to hit people we hit them every time um instead of uh missing so we hit all of our all of our attacks hit um and he was planning on us failing a few of those throws and getting overwhelmed um, but we didn't, and so he had to cut the session down from four hours to half an hour. Um, so <laughs> I only got one, like, one spell in, because I'm a wizard. I got one spell in, and it did one damage. Um, it was bad. I did, I rolled really poorly. I, it's a bit of a fizzle. Yeah, exactly. Um, I rolled really high, um, but I used Cone of Cold, which is 1d8, so you roll a, an eight-sided dice. Um, and yeah. it did one damage. And so Cabbage was like, yeah, his nipples get hard and he notices like it's a bit chilly, but that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. Wait, was it like a cold Yeah. So it's like a something. spell that does ice damage. Um, like Mr. Freeze. Like Mr. Freeze. Exactly. Um, in an area. So anybody in that circle, uh, gets attacked. I think, I think that's a spell. Um, and I did really fucking poorly, but everyone else, like V was doing amazing. Um, uh, Noli was doing amazing. Tixie was doing amazing. Like they all did really well. I did pretty poorly, but uh, yeah, we had to cut it down. We ruined his day. Um, oh, poor Cabbage. I can just imagine him much, sitting there and he's ru- like, why? Guys suck. <laughs> is it much, ru- like, did you yell out your spell? No, God, no. We're, we're, we're not like, we're not or? like uh, over the top about it. Um, oh. Wait, Craig is disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd be like, you know, Zep or Abracadoodles. You know, freeze or something, you know? Craig wants accents. Or you, or you said, tonight, a freeze is coming. Lovely, thank you very much. Uh, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Um, by technical difficulties, I mean I had shit. Um, uh, so we were talking about D&D. Um... Yes, and the fact that and the lack of role playing. We destroyed yeah. and your OP characters. Yes. Well, they're not OP at all. It was just that I think um, because there's there's six of us. Uh, I don't think Cab knew to level us properly, like to like make it fair or make it hard. Um, I think he didn't want to like make it too hard, so mm. that we didn't die. Just we got hurt enough for them to rob us. Um, yeah, so uh, we destroyed his soul. Um, and he was like, I don't know what to do. Because he was on, he was on uh, Discord with you, Ashlyn, wasn't mm. he? Yeah, he came on. At, I got home at a reasonable hour after work. Um, still too late to play D&D. But I got on and then I was like, oh, I'm going to play some Apex. And then Cabbage was like, Apex? And I was like, wait, are you D&Ding like all night? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> that lasted all of half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. An hour if you include all the setup. <laughs> that was yeah, so true. much setup. Oh god. Half an hour sit up, half an hour play. Yeah, exactly. Um Cabbage. I <laughs> Um Yeah, it's fun. I really like D D. Um and now my roommates want to uh do D D uh with me in real life. Oh really? Um Yeah, so I will be running two concurrent games. Uh hopefully that won't get confusing. And hopefully I don't get bored with being a witch, um, because I'm super into Are you it. Using, you're using the same character? Maybe. I might be a priest in, um, in, uh, or a cleric in, in my, in real life one, just so I can heal everyone, because I know basically what I'm doing-ish, and they're all new. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much my idea, um, so far. Uh, Craig, are you going to be, uh, d with us? Oh, I don't know. Probably not, because I don't know what when I'm available. That's fair, with the new job. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, speaking of a new job, you got some news while you're in uh, New Zealand. <laughs> um, uh, but you also got home invaders. Uh, people sniffing oh, around yeah, your dick. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it last week, how you chased them off. Um, oh, so what funny. actually fucking happened? <clears throat> um... Well, we've we've had them around the house before. Not the same and people. We, 
No, not the same people. Well, punks. Punks. Probably. Youths. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and we did catch them. Yeah. Um, Ashlyn told what's me. What's it? Ashlyn told yeah, me. Good. Yeah. Um, but this time we were... What was I doing? We're just sitting at the dinner table. I was talking with the grandparents, catching up with them. And uh, I was doing quite a bit of work over in the sheds earlier in the day. And I thought I'd go over there and lock up all the sheds for the night. Yep. Because that's what we do. And um, went out to the laundry, turned the light on, opened the door. And then noticed the tap was on and water was coming out of it. So they were trying to lure you around. Um, oh no, I think maybe someone was catching, getting a drink or something. Because the tap had just been turned on. Hmm. And when I went to turn it off, there was no puddle. Like it hadn't been going on for a long time. And it was quite a few rotations to turn it off. Because I thought maybe a pump had switched on. Right. And, and started pumping water. But um, we've got cameras all around the house, but I I haven't checked those for a long time. So I did the logical thing and went back inside, told Nana and Granad that there's possibly people around the house. And um, Granad's quite good. We've actually got a stick <laughs> uh, or a baton, so to speak, that we used in the riots in Wellington. Mm-hmm. One of our family members beating hippies up. So just a nice heirloom the for the kids. Just, just a nice heirloom. Like, it's well worn. Um, and uh, Granny gave me that, and I rung up my sister's um, partner, and her boyfriend came up within about five minutes, and uh, we just started the hunt again. Unfortunately, we didn't find anyone this time. Mm. Did you but, Did you um, check the cameras afterwards? Oh, no. Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I was... But that could have been such an epic conclusion. Oh, well, we, like I'm trying to work out how I can remote view them from home, mm. but they're not IP cameras. Right. So they are just, oh, there was a blob of white that showed up um, during the night. Um, but uh, no, I was a bit upset we didn't actually find them. Mm. I was pissed mm. off about that. They're the kind of cameras that you look at and you, you know, they're like the videos on the internet where there's like, if you look for long enough, there'll be a ghost in it. And the <laughs> ones that you just stare at and then it jumps out at you. I think someone's uh, getting a drink just behind that uh, creepy Japanese little girl ghost. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Who's just yeah. crawled out of the well. Um, exactly. Samara. Oh, shit. We, um, we were putting up... Uh, my, my sister does quite a bit of the work around the house yeah. now since I'm over in Australia. And uh, we went up to run some Cat5 cable through the ceiling just before I left. Well, she could have actually checked the cameras in. But anyway, while she was up there... I gave her the option to do it because I was like, hey, look, you know, you because she's a girl and she should be able to do anything. So I said, look, you lug all this wire through the roof. I can't be bothered getting up there. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the real reason. <laughs> and, uh, and she was halfway up there and I told her to watch out for the old lady in the dark. Oh, and oh while so she mean. was up there, she was, it was so good. But it's horrible because when you're in the roof and you look into the darkness of the roof, the, the torch doesn't yeah. show you all the way down. Yeah, it just shows you to the point where the torch just runs out. Yeah. So, um, that's so fucked up. Yeah, no, that's it's... so fucked up. You're such an asshole. I know. It was <laughs> Such a day. Speaking of so spooky stories. Ooh, spooky stories. Uh, we did a we did a poll, didn't we, Ashlyn? Uh, oh my they, gosh, you did. Yeah. Overwhelming so six people. Overwhelming mm-hmm. people uh, said they wanted to hear spooky stories. Um, so overwhelming, thought... in fact, it was hundred <laughs> percent positive <laughs> approval. hundred percent of six people. So who, uh, mm-hmm. who was the one person that wanted it? We don't uh, need to yeah, know how many it, people. It was it was my mum. It was my mum. Uh, but it was an overwhelming majority wanted to hear spooky stories. So Ashlyn and I thought since Craig was a special guest. Um, that we would uh, let him uh, tell some pretty spooky stories. Uh, he has he has a pretty good one. I've heard this one before. Um, Ashlyn obviously has as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So so take it away, BB. Well, one of the there's probably two that outstand. Uh, sorry, that stand out. Um, one is uh, when. When I was younger, um, 
I used to play games all the time for all hours of the night. Well, I still do. Um, but this is going to college. Anyway, one night I was playing Counter-Strike, I think it was. And um, uh, be about 10, 11 o'clock. And the office door was slightly ajar. And my grandfather poked his head in and said to go to bed. And uh, I was a bit pissed off because I was raging a bit. Getting killed in Counter-Strike. <laughs> so I kind of wasn't paying attention to my grandfather. I was still focused on the game. But I saw him out of the corner of my eye. And I said, you know, oh, listen, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed soon. Just leave one more game. And um, he went to bed, turned off the lights and whatnot. I continued to play for a little bit longer. Um, he then poked his head back through and um, didn't say anything and I just said oh I'm going to bed granted I'll be back soon and uh, then it happened a third time very quick close proximity to the second time and uh, I just reached over it completely ignored the please do not shut off your computer and powered it straight out of the wall and uh, opened the door expecting to see poor granddad there and only heard granddad um, snoring up the hall and figured I had just been talking to someone that had been standing in the doorway <laughs> uh, the last like two times because I could hear an integrated snoring up the hall. And that's, I didn't put, this is creepy. I was like, there's someone in the house. Yeah. Like I was yeah. like, this is, this must be just someone. Anyway, um, probably a few months later it was a friday a home invader that's and, just now um, very confused like yeah. okay you're going to bed i'm i'm robbing you uh, <laughs> i'm like piss off i'm playing another game like, i thought, oh, I thought you'd be way more angry for me too that's great thanks if you could put it in the oh, i was just pissed off eh? i was just pissed off but it kind of freaked obviously freaked me out a bit and uh and then uh a while later it was a Friday afternoon. Nana and Granny used to go shopping on a Friday afternoon. I would stay back and uh, um, play. What was I playing? World of Warcraft. That's what it was. As you do. And um, as I was going through the game, I had the door open in the office. It was all a sunny day, about five o'clock at night, and um, saw Nan walk through the kitchen, and I yelled out to her to ask her for if she got some ice cream. And she didn't say anything, so I just continued playing. Saw her again, walked past the door and asked her, just in case she didn't hear me, because when you're an entitled child that wants ice cream... You really um, want the fucking ice cream. <laughs> and then walked out to the lounge and saw Nana and Granted driving up the drive. Oh, coming fuck in. that. Fuck and that. that's when I was like, what the that fuck? That gives me a chill. Up my spine. It's a big was, old note. I'm to the point. I was like, oh, I saw her walk past. Like, I saw the person go into the kitchen. I was like, oh, it's Nan time. Um, there is nothing scarier. Yeah, was... There is nothing scarier. Like, I, I literally, I'm sitting at a desk that faces like an open space behind me. And I've had to turn my chair around because I'm so scared that something's going to be behind me. Oh, fuck. I just, I, oh, oh, I hate it. I fucking hate it. But the, the design of the house, like, it's not a very... It was built in, like, the 90s. But you can slam doors at one part of the house and other doors will either open, like, fully open. So like a vacuum. Um, yeah, it's just a massive design fault mm. in the doors. It's, it's really weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the other story that stands out, this happened probably about a year or so ago. My sister and I, we run a, a paintball field and we're relatively well known in the community. And we had just had a game. It was a Saturday and it was starting to pour with rain. And I dropped off um, one of our staff up the road. It's a country road and lives in a little lane there. I dropped him off and then as I was coming home, I passed a place called Honeywood. And Honeywood is a... It's, it's an area where there are very old houses all kind of up in the bush and in the hills. Sounds, it a, sounds like an old rich people place. Mm. No, 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 no. It's like old rundown cottages. Oh. Like It was like, I guess when people first moved into the area in our region or our little area, that's where they kind of set up shop. Mm. Um, there is a, I believe it or not, there is a cottage that sits atop of a lake. Uh, like, a little like man-made an island? lake. It's on stilts. Yeah, yeah, it's on like, stilts. Awesome. Half out into the lake. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Um, 
but anyway um it's called honeywood and it's very old little cottages there and as i was driving down the road i saw a lady in i remember it was a white lace dress Wait, it was, but it wasn't wasn't it also raining it is pouring oh, rain it's always a white and i lace saw dress. her like i saw her in a white lace dress but it wasn't like a the well it was just a lady it was just a really well-dressed lady that was walking there and i didn't think anything of it because the type of people that live here are you know the the arty aunts hippies who are you know hippies yeah they're like you know they're just that's what they look like so i assume that she must be renting there and she was walking into town and uh, i pulled over and picked her up and uh she brunette lady i don't know 60 years old like oh she was an older woman mm. and um she i asked her if she needed a lift into town she said oh she was just going down the road and she asked me how vicky was my sister and i was like yeah she's fine and then she asked how i was so i assume that maybe she's lived in the area for a while and she like knew- a family friend yeah of us but we had never met her before it's a small town um, so not out of the realms of yeah, possibility it's a small town so i was like oh okay you know we're doing well da 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 and um i ended up driving up to to our house and she said oh you, i can just get out here because she knew where i lived so i was like cool she um, knew where you lived <laughs> well she oh, knew God. that i was going i said i was just going around the corner and that's where i am and uh i let her out and and then drove up the drive and and all my family was sitting up at the dinner table and they were confused because nan reckoned um she had already got the mail from the letterbox and why did i stop at the letterbox and i was like i met this woman she knew who we were i described her and um they were puzzled because they had seen my car stop and just sit at the the foot of the drive and no one else was there no. and uh yeah so they were like who the hell were you talking why were you stopped down there for so, such a long time um so they didn't see the woman and we couldn't see the woman because with the way our road is there's a kilometer on either side yeah she wasn't there she just wasn't there so there's a ghost um, who knows who you are who knows everything about you um do you think safe. she's the old woman who lives in the shadows Oh, I don't know. Well, but, like, how else would she know? Like, Maybe how she's else... the one that was sticking her head through your door and was like, good bit. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, she could be. But I, I, I tell you what, Nana, Nana's mum used to read quite heavily into tarot cards. So that was quite As an interesting I. family history. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and mum's... Uh, mum and the sisters have had weird dreams about certain things occurring and um, I remember when one day my sister thought I was in a motorbike accident and when I went back to New Zealand you told me we were involved in a motorbike accident yeah yeah Ooh, so creepy. I don't know yeah. um, I've had a lot of those like I've had so it's not really um, my nan has the same things but she um, we get premonitions um and they're never anything fun. They're usually just like, um, like three or four seconds of context, like context less things. Like I'll, I'll be able to smell what I'm smelling and see what I'm seeing and hear what I'm hearing and think what I'm thinking. Mm. Um, yeah. Yep. But they, they, it's not like a science. There's no like, um, oh, I had a vision that you died. Like, it's like, I had a vision. I was washing dishes and I heard someone mention, it's so sad what happened to blah, blah, blah. Like, it's it's never anything like, oh, they're going to die in big bolded letters. It's like, mm. oh, uh, this is you know, like one time, um, I I was a kid because I've had them ever since I was like two or three, um, and we were, um, I didn't know this, but my family was planning a surprise trip for my birthday to go to Queensland, um, and. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but um, my my father was quite estranged from his father. um, And so we never saw him. I saw him maybe 10 times in my entire life um, before he passed away last year. Um, uh, He he was nice. He was great. um, But him and my dad just didn't see uh, each other very much. Um, Mm. 
and uh, I had a dream um, that I saw him uh, in my dad's driveway uh, talking to us about um, about a place in Queensland. Um, uh, I, I forget where it was, where we, we, but it was where we specifically were going to go. Um, but I hadn't been told about the trip yet because it was a surprise for my birthday. Um, yeah. And I had a dream that my grandfather um, said the words, uh, so where are you going in Queensland? Um, and then my dad replied and we were standing, um, it was me, my stepmom, my dad, and then my grandfather all in a circle. Um, and I, the next day I went to my dad's house cause I used to see him every Wednesday through Friday. It was the, um, the divorce agreement. Uh, yeah. and so I, I went there and, uh, I went outside and I saw this car pull up, um, and my grandfather didn't really drive because he was blind. Um, he had one fake eye um, and he he wasn't blind, but he, he probably had no business driving. Um, How did he lose his eye? Uh, diabetes, I think. Diabetes oh, okay. or cancer. One or the other. Um, yeah. uh, you know, one or the other. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, like my I said, my grandfather I lost well. his eye uh, running with scissors. Oh, as you do. Yeah. Yeah. Why was he running? Ran into anyway. a <laughs> ran into a door. Oh, the scissors. He should go to school and like teach people exactly what not to do with running with scissors. <laughs> yeah, we were always forced. Like in our this class. is what you could do. But um, so I woke up um, and this was like days after the dream. This was like the shortest length between the dream and the actual event. Mm. Um, yeah. and I went and I stood there. Um, and my dad had told my grandfather, but had not told me. Um, and so he ruined the surprise and my dad got really pissed off at him. Um, but he was wearing the exact same thing. We were standing in the exact same formation and notice like this was the first time my grandfather had ever been to my dad's house. Um, and he said it and my dad got so pissed off at him, um, for ruining the surprise. But I had, I was like, Oh, I already knew about it. Um, and he goes, how'd you know? I was like, because I had a dream, and then I told him where we were going, and he goes, "How did like how do you know that?" And I was like, "Because I had the dream about it." Um, right. And then my grandfather said, "Like where else are you going besides this?" And like that's how the exact event played out. Um, but it, I just I don't really like, like Harrison has a theory um, about premonitions, and it's that uh, you know how there's a theory that all of time is happening um, in a loop. Mm, yes. And how it's how it's all happening all at once. This is just how we perceive it. Um, essentially, he's saying uh, because I only ever have them when I'm asleep, um, um, and uh, there's been very few times where I've been able to actually get them while awake, and it's like altered state of consciousness sort of thing. Um, like I'll be focusing on something else, or I'll be uh, like drunk, or I'll be you know like like you have to not be fully aware. Yeah. Um, and, uh, his theory is that your mind, uh, jumps forward. Some people just have the ability to experience time differently, um, and jump forward and experience what's to come instead of what's happening right now. Um, <coughs> but, uh, yeah, that's a, that's, that's his theory. Um, but that's so, just a that's game. That's a cool theory. <laughs> I like it. But, um, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, they, um, they, yeah, it was creepy, and my my dad uh, did not like that uh, I knew where we were going. He thought that like um, that someone had told me or blabbed, and I was like, no, I just had this dream. You're um, like, I just had a premonition, Dad. Don't worry about it. I'm just don't psychic. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But it <laughs> no one told the, me. I'm just psychic. Don't stress. <laughs> the worst ghost story <laughs> I have, or psychic story I have, is um, I was at this girl, uh, my friend at the time, Courtney's party. Um, and I had sat down in their lounge room and I was a little bit buzzed. I'd only had like, like two, cause I was quite young back then. I was like, uh, uh, the age to drink. I was 18. Um, and, <laughs> um, I had a vodka and orange juice. I had like two big ones. Um, and so I was like a little bit tipsy. Um, and I sat down on the couch and she had like eight dogs. So I was just playing with the dogs and nobody else was in the room with me. I was by myself because I was sitting in the lounge room and everybody else was outside because I like I needed a break. Um, and uh, I saw this lady 
Um, she was this older lady. She had blonde hair and she was wearing like a full black. It was almost like a maxi dress with black tights. Um, and she was wearing like black heels. And she walked from uh, a bedroom all the way across into the kitchen. And then because there was a wall, I couldn't see her anymore. So she just walked across and then out. But she didn't acknowledge me. She didn't like do anything. She just walked. Um, and uh, Courtney, the person who was having the party, came in. She was like, um, oh, uh, uh, I was like, oh, I thought you said we were alone tonight. Like, like no, and no adults here. And she goes, there are no adults here. And I was like, I just, but I just saw like your mum. And she goes, my mum's in Sydney. You didn't see my mum. Um, and so I thought, obviously, there's someone at the house that should not be in the house. Um, and cause I don't jump straight oh. to ghost. Um, and she was like, what'd she look like? And I was like, oh, she had like short blonde hair and she had like, uh, she had fair skin, kind of wrinkly, uh, pretty tall. And, uh, she had like grayish blonde hair and, um, she was wearing black heels and uh, a black skirt and like black tights. And, um, Courtney, her face went like flushed white. Like she instantly went pale and she grabbed me and she took me into a bedroom um, and she, a bedroom that was closed. Um, and she took me in and she showed me this photo and I was like, oh, that's her. Um, who's that? Um, and she was like, that's my nan. She's been dead for two years. Oh, um, and Ooh, she started crying intense. and I was like, like freaked out obviously. And I left shortly after that. Um, yeah. Her nan, the bedroom that she had walked out, was her nan's room. Oh, my God. Her nan's fucking bedroom Ooh. across into the kitchen. She's, like, coming out. She's, like, Courtney, you better not be having a fucking party. <laughs> but she was, like, supervising the party. Um, and she walked across. And, I like, it was just that I, I said it so nonchalantly and I described her. Um, and I saw her in the picture. I was like, yeah, that's her. Um, who is that? And then she was like, oh, that's my nan. She's been dead for two years. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm very sorry. Uh, Tip my hat. Good day to you. Um, (laughs) Uh, I must adjourn. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, but like shit like that happens all the time. Um, Like I saw my my roommate, Emily, her nan uh, the other day. She probably won't want me talking about it because it was quite emotional for her. Um, But I saw her... uh, uh, in the in our sunroom, our house is not haunted. Thank God. Um, our house is very like uh, the energy is really good, and I sound like a hippie talking about it. But she um like there's nothing here. I don't see like I don't feel bad in the dark. I can like walk around and be very comfortable. Um, whereas like you know some houses like you feel like you're being watched and like you just don't feel good alone. You feel like it's not safe. Um, yeah, and- for sure. Yeah, it just like uh, it had that sort of energy, um, and yeah, I, I um, uh, uh, yeah, I just didn't really. Yeah, it was a uh, it was pretty intense. Do you have any yeah. uh, spooky stories, Ashlyn, uh, oh, to wrap? I don't us up actually on? have that many. Like my mum has some, and mm. I am the most like spiritual, witchy, like mm. occulty person, and nothing's really happened to me ghost wise which is sad mm. for me <laughs> but um, that's okay i just get to I hear have, all you guys cool do you stories. do tarot i have tarot cards but i mm. have not i need to really sit down mm. and spend time with them and yeah. learn to read them because it's one of those things i definitely want to do but it's just mm. making the time for that so my mom sure. uh gave me her set um and a book for it um so you can like see the definitions of the cards mm. Um, and I, I made my own reading thing where you do three past, present, future. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I did mine. I was on a date. Um, and I was like, oh, do you want me to do your tarot? Um, cause he's like super witchy. I'm super witchy. Um, but he'd never done it before. Uh, so I sat down and I did it. Um, and I was like, think of a question, um, and, uh, ask the question in your head. Don't, don't say it out loud. And then I put down the cards and it was... Uh, you're about to meet someone new or you're meeting mm-hmm. someone new, a man's about to come into your life um, and you're about to start a relationship or a, like a sexual tryst. And um, it was like all about dating and relationships and um, how it's going to be good but confusing. And then <laughs> and then I was like, what was your question? He was like, how is this date going to go? <laughs> 
like, <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. I like that. That's a good question. Nice. Um, but like, yeah, terror is like terror sure. is like spooky sometimes. Like super. Like sometimes it's like mm. super super off. Um, uh, but that's when people ask like super vague like vague questions. Like, what will I? Um, what, what will I be? What will I be? Who will I be? What can I be? It's like, there's readings for that. There's readings for like huge, big in, in like context readings. Mm. Um, uh, like the Celtic cross one. That's like a huge, it tells you fucking everything. It tells you who you are, what you're going to be, what you're going to be like in three days, what you're going to be in six months. Um, that's huge. That's the one you pay big money for. Um, yeah. but yeah, she just, she just didn't, didn't do the thing. Um, so today's fetish of the week is uh, Tripsilania. Uh, it is the sexual arousal uh, to having your hair shampooed, um, which is oh. there's there's a killer. Um, my favorite murder did this story about this killer in uh, America who accidentally strangled a woman to death <laughs> um, while while doing. He really liked shampooing hair, and he was a bit weird, so he used to get prostitutes over to do it. Um, and he, one day he was like, um, I want to shampoo your hair. I'm going to pay you to do it. And, um, let's do it for hours. So he was cleaning her hair, shampooing her hair for hours and hours and hours to the point where she fell asleep. And when she woke up, she was tied up and, um, he had put a noose around her neck. Um, and he was essentially shampooing her hair with all sorts of shit. He ran out of shampoo, so he started using food like cheese right, and margarine right. and cottage mm-hmm. cheese and um, eggs and shit like that. Um, and then Jeez. she was trying to struggle. She was struggling to get away, um, and she hung herself. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, and he yes. just didn't help her. He was like, ah, this is where this night's going. I'm yes. going to let it happen. Yes. Um wasn't there an, there's an ad about but I think she broke her neck. Um, ah. but so, yes. Or the nose. Or she suffocated herself. But essentially his argument was, well, she wouldn't have died if she hadn't struggled. And it's like, well, she wouldn't have Love had it. to struggle if there wasn't a noose around her neck, you fucking freak. Best argument ever. Love um, it. But like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty innocent, I'd say. Um, uh, so you must like, have been into some other stuff other yeah. than just... Oh, obviously, shampooing obviously. her head. Like, so, so do we know how many people are into this fetish? No, I, we don't we have d- the numbers. We though. should really look that up. Um, I mean, I, who's I, gonna like? I, yeah, that's it true. It wouldn't be accurate. That's true. Would it? That's true. It, it'd be self-reported at best. It's exactly. Um, yeah. Put pop your hand up. Have you <laughs> ever? Have you ever? Like, I suppose we talked about sex in the shower last week. Um, yeah, it's a good segue into this one. I can't see like massage. I could see how it'd be like a massage, like a scalp massage. I could see how that would work, um, as Mm -hmm. relaxing, but I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. like, I wouldn't get me all sexy. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. I mean, Mm. I mean, I guess it depends who's doing it too, right? Like if it's a sexy, like first date, like (laughs) you're in the shower. I mean, I don't know who who does this on a first date. Who showers significant, who shampoos their significant other? I want you to do it to me all the time. What are you doing? You're not doing it right, clearly. <laughs> well, you tell me I've got to use this shampoo. I can't just use a standard body wash. Well, yeah, that doesn't work. You use body wash. That's, you know what that's you could do, though? Does... You what could get one of those wireless vibrators and just, like, put it inside you and then go to the salon. Instead of paying a prostitute, yes. you could just, like, First go off, can, can and, I like... Tune, tune in here. Wireless vibrators. You mean there are vibrators that are wired... That you just plug yes. them into the wall so they're like, and run off the main. Most of them are the that. Fuck so kind of most, of them, you... most of them are that, Craig. Literally most of them. Massages you are all You plug them wired. into 240 volt power because you yeah. need that power drawer. Yes, that's a it's thing. Crazy. <laughs> most vibrate. Well, vibrators um, up until now that they have the silicone ones, but the ones that are like heavy duty are all plugged into the mains. The like ones, um, The ones that you get at Bunnings in that tool place. <laughs> the ones that rub drill. off your clit. <laughs> um, Fuck me. But yeah, like, like, Ash, you've definitely seen the plug-inable ones. Yeah, but they're super old. Like, you don't... Yeah, well, they're, they're technically um, personal massages that they're are plugged into the walls. Yeah. Um, they're but, the big, like, they're yes. like this tall. You know, like, they're really big. Yeah, but you can get like the- little bullet, little bullet vibrate. I I am telling people how to secretly masturbate in front of salon people, but <laughs> yes, um, exactly. the little bullet vibrators you can use those like discreetly. Um, 
and uh, you just like there's a little Bluetooth thing. I don't know how I feel about internal Bluetooth like things in your body and using Bluetooth, but anyway, um, they <laughs> uh, yeah, you could just do that and then just like as you're being shampooed, just like yes, crank it up just, to eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like they're quite loud though, so you're not gonna be able to. Yeah, hide but it's that. inside you. Like you put it all the way in, obviously. Um, yeah, I guess Like, so. if it's one of those bullet ones, they'll be like, oh, are you having, like, are you okay? And it's like, yeah, just like, I'm just hungry. <laughs> just my stomach <laughs> rolling. Just the whole chair is shaking. They're like, oh, this is weird. You're like, ha, ha, ha. They'll be checking their phone every couple of minutes. Exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, my phone's, sorry, like, my phone's just on vibrate. Someone's trying to call me constantly. I, I think someone's calling me, but my phone's not showing me. Like, that's so weird. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but yes, uh, I think we will wait for uh, V to get back to talk about um, Lizzie McGuire because that was her favorite show as a kid. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, that, that, that wraps it up be, for this uh, week. Hopefully she'll be back with us next week and she'll be feeling a bit better. But uh, thank yeah. you, Craig, for coming on the show. Exactly. And hanging no out. No worries, guys. And then uh, it was good fun. you'll be able to replace us whenever one of us has to tap out. You're a very useful sub. <laughs> Craig's like, thanks so much. I'm like, second choice. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Exactly. Well, no, you and Home should start another podcast, um, and it should be called, like, Politically Incorrect, um, and <laughs> just hateful, hateful <laughs> spew all the time. How do you know we're not correct? Well, <laughs> well, we spend enough time with you guys. No. Um, or you could be, like, Broken Snowflakes. That could work. Um but yeah, uh, that'll so be it for this week. Um, if you would like, you can subscribe uh, and yeah, leave, uh, leave a rating. Um, we're not on iTunes um, because we we don't support Apple. Um, it's not yeah. because we couldn't be bothered doing it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts from uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, everywhere. Um, follow us on the Facebook page. Uh, we post memes now. It's pretty good. Um, uh, we're very socialist, so if you don't like snowflake shit, just fuck off. I mean, you did just listen to 20 minutes about me talking about how I'm a psychic mm-hmm. witch. Um, and <laughs> so I mean, like, maybe fuck off. Um, <laughs> I think after episode one, they pretty, probably have realized that now. <laughs> They're like, mm, no thanks. Um, so we will be back next Monday and every Monday after that. So get used to it, bitch. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.